cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Cleveland! This is for you! I've been doing good like a naughty headed nigga spose. Never meant to make it past 21 a nigga toes. But I'm right here. I deserve a toast. Praise to the most high. I get high the most. Whoa, say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Sorry, sorry, I'm late. I just, uh, I don't know. It's a lot going on, a lot of good stuff. First off, happy uh, belated, I guess, Thanksgiving. I hope everybody enjoyed their their time with their family. Uh, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the food. I hope everybody enjoyed um, time off. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood. So, first off, thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Bozzy. Um, that's what people call me, so that's what you can call me as well. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that at BozzyC. That's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C. Uh, if you'd like to follow the podcast, you can do that at Official Bozcast. Um, I'm not going to spell official or Bozcast. It's kind of it's only one Z in Bozcast, I guess. Um, you can visit the website, Bozcast.com. You can email me. Uh, inqu- inquiries, uh, if you want to suggest, suggest music during the interludes or the intermissions, um, go ahead and do that. Like, request music that I can put in the intermissions. Um, if there's a new artist or artist that you like that I can kind of blast a little bit on here, I will do that. Um, I am all for that. And what else? What else? What else? What else? I, I think we'll just get right into it. Um, so, happy Saturday. Again, I'm sorry I'm late. I, I was I was just chilling. I was detailing my car. Um, I don't even know where to start. There's so much good stuff to start on. First off, we, we, it's, it was Thanksgiving, so I'm gonna just go ahead and, and just kind of speak on um, some things I'm thankful for. It's a couple things I want to get into, so I don't want to forget nothing. But um, I, I'm just I'm very thankful. Um, so let's just do a quick Thanksgiving recap because a lot happened. Um, first off, I want to thank my family. I feel like I've said first off 17 times. Uh, so 17th off, <laughs> I want to thank my family for coming through. Um, my mom, like everybody kind of pitched in a little bit. Like my, my wife threw, threw Thanksgiving together, and I think she did a hell of a job. I mean, she got everybody, she got everybody on board, everybody on the same page. Uh, everybody got over here and kind of did like what they do. So like she got my mom to make uh, mac and cheese. She got my grandma to make uh, hot water cornbread. She got her mom to make the rice. If you never had rice on Thanksgiving, like when, when you turn Puerto Rican, like I turned Puerto Rican a couple years ago, I'm transracial. So I turned Puerto Rican a couple years ago and then like a couple months ago, I found out that I might actually have some Puerto, well, uh, my auntie told me we do have Puerto Rican in our blood. So I guess I, I'm, I'm coming home, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, but we had arroz con gandules or whatever. That was good. It had, like, sausages in it, which was amazing. Um, everybody kind of did their thing. My sister brought in some cookies for dessert. Uh, she did her, her specialty. 
um, my wife kind of threw down, though. Like, she got in her bag a little bit. She got in her bag a little bit. We did not have turkey, uh, which is, I know it's weird, but we don't really love, we don't love turkey. Uh, as a family, we really don't love turkey. And, some, you know, some people were disappointed, but we didn't have turkey. We really didn't have too much meat at all, which was weird. Um, we did have ham, which, I don't know. I try to stay away from ham, but when it smells so good, I got to take parts. But, uh, yeah, we did have ham, and then there was, tur like, smoked turkey leg in the greens that my wife made. Um, she's transracial as well. Um, when I met her, she was Puerto Rican, and I was black. Now I'm Puerto Rican, and she's black. <laughs> um, but she, she made greens. She made uh, ham. Uh, what else did she make? What else? What else? What else? She made um, a bread pudding, like a Puerto Rican bread pudding called bunin. Um she made, I know she made more, cheesy, uh, cheesy potatoes. Cheesy potatoes are always a hit. I love cheesy potatoes. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. We had, a, we, had a, we had quite the spread. We had quite the spread, and we enjoyed ourselves, man. We had a lot of fun. We burned a lot of calories from laughing. We gained a lot more from eating. Um, and then I made some cheesecake. Cheesecake was, it was amazing. Matter of fact, I need to text my homeboy, my, my brother, Johnny, because I'm trying to get him over here. I need to text him and just kind of bribe him with some cheesecake. This cheesecake was great. If anybody knows me, and this is something I'm kind of annoyed by. By now, y'all still wondering why, like, oh, Boz, Boz can cook? Yes, I can cook. Yes, yes, I can cook. And the, th the reason why, I don't know if anybody knows this about me. My mom does. When I was in middle school, I, uh, I was on, on the basketball team. And we didn't get out of basketball practice until around 6 or 7 or something like that. So when I would get home, I would, uh, I would pop on the TV, I would lay on the couch, and I would watch 30-minute meals. And then I would watch all the, like, Tyler's Ultimate. Like, I watched all the Food Network shows, all of them. And that's part of the reason why I can cook. It's the weirdest thing, but it's part of the reason I can cook. Not because, like, look, you either know how to throw flavors together or you don't. Like, that's not a thing, right? But I can cook because I understand technique. And I under, like, I'm, I'm a, a perfectionist, right? So when I cook things, like even eggs, like when I tell people how good I am at cooking eggs, People are like, it's eggs. Like every no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not eggs. And not everybody can just do it. Like you to be able to do it and to not overcook or undercook eggs, it's not easy. It's not easy. So to be able to do that when I I'm able to do that. And uh, you know, I don't the only one thing I don't know how to do is poach because I never tried. But like it's not that easy. And I'm bad at boiling eggs for some reason. Can't do hard boiled eggs. Like I'm not perfect at that. But scramble, over easy, over hard, anything, over medium, I can do all of that. All of that. Running yolks, anything you want, I can do that. So I can cook. I don't like this stigma that people be shocked when I know how to throw some, something together. Now, what I'm not good at, typically, is making food for a bunch of people. Like, I could throw down for about four people. <laughs> like, uh, to four people, y'all got it. You know what I'm saying? I can, you know, unless I'm grilling, I'm, I'm cooking four steaks. I'm cooking enough mashed potatoes for four of y'all. I'm cooking enough whatever for four of y'all. Like, you getting four people's worth of stuff. And don't try to come back for seconds on the main course. You, you get sides. You can get sides for seconds. But the main course, we don't do that unless I'm grilling. Right? So that's one thing I can I, Like, I'm not skilled at. But I can cook. 
So I was like, you know, we when we threw everything together, like, you know, I did when I say the minimum, like when it comes to cooking, I did the minimum. I just did the cheesecake, which took a lot of work. Uh, but everybody loved the cheesecake. But anyway, took a lot of work. Takes a lot of work. Cheesecake is not easy. Um, but my wife, she she threw down, man. She did her thing. She did her thing, and and uh, a lot of people messed with it. A lot of people messed with it. Like my grandma complimented her on her greens. She almost had a heart attack when she got a compliment from my grandma on her greens. So it was a lot. It was a lot going on. It's a lot to be thankful for. Um, I think I'm trying to think. Do I want to give you a time? I don't really think it matters. If uh, if Reese was here, then we would. Uh, then I guess we would kind of go into a play-by-play of, of how the day went, but she's not. So it's not really that big of a – it's not that important because uh, the day was just what it was. Um, it was really smooth, like a lot of laughter, a lot of – like, wait, what? <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of funny things, man. I got I to gotta throw this out there because my grandma is hilarious, hilarious, man. And, uh, and – you know, we had been done eating for a while. You know, we had our, our everybody had their their first course, and everybody was good sitting on the couch watching movies, sitting around the table laughing, eating dessert. Everything was cool, smooth, and the and the potato salad was still in front of my brother. So, my brother goes, uh, my brother goes, hey, um, who made this potato salad? And I point to grandma. I'm like, yeah, grandma made it. And my brother was like, oh, okay. And then. Uh, my mom just kept saying, really? Really? And then me and my sister looked at each other like, what is going on? Like, this lasted for about two, three minutes of her just going, really? And we us just being confused. And we were like, I don't understand what's going on. And my mom's laughing and my grandma's just, like, nodding her head. Like, because after I said grandma made it, my grandma goes, sure did. So I'm like, yeah, like, grandma brought it. She made it, whatever, whatever. Like, that's it. So she's still going, you know, my mom's still, you know, kind of, laughing and giggling and saying, really? And I'm like, okay, like, what is going on? Then me and my sister look at each other, and I'm like, Grandma, like, did you did you not make it? And she was like, sure didn't. <laughs> so we all, like, <laughs> so we all get, like, confused, like, hey, what's going on? Like, and I guess my grandma had bought it from, like, this small company or whatever, but it's funny because she put it in a she put it in her own Tupperware, so like it really looked like she made it. But at the end of the day, I mean, she she threw she added to it, like she put some eggs in it, like she put some different spices in it. So it wasn't all just like like she just took it out of one container, put it in another one. Like nah, she dressed it up a little bit, she jazzed it up. But it was funny as heck because we were dying laughing because we all just assumed like everybody made their stuff like. So when I brought out the cheesecake, they was like, "Oh, like you made cheesecake? Oh, okay, you made the the, the uh, what you you made the filling? Like, nah, I made the cheesecake. Oh, you made the um, you but you bought the crust? Like, nah, I made the crust. So you made everything? Like, yes, I made everything. Like, so oh, so you bought the topping? No, I made the topping on the stovetop. Like, I did all of that. I made the the berry the mixed berry topping, like all of that." And everybody took a bite. They're like, oh, my God. Like, because I cut it. I, I Not only did I do Look, I got to tell you a quick secret, man. This is the key. I'm going to tell you the key. I'm not going to give you the ingredients, but I'm going to tell you the key. Because people be acting funny with the cheesecake. Or any cake, for that matter. It, y'all be acting funny with it. I found out the secret. This is the secret. I'm not giving you no... This is. I'm giving you one gem that I ain't know about. Heat 
your knife. Heat your knife. Run your knife under hot water and dry it off. So run your knife under hot water and dry it off. Then try to slice that cheesecake. I bet you get the cleanest line you ever seen in your whole life. You about to get the cleanest line you ever seen in your whole life. So when I took, so when I gave my brother the first slice, it was perfect, right? I put the berry topping on top. I put the homemade whipped cream. Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. I made homemade whipped cream with it, right? So I put the homemade whipped cream on it. He was like, man, this presentation is amazing. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I was like, I know. It's like, he took a bite. He's like, wow, the consistency's really good. I'm like, I know. Like, it wasn't no modesty, man. I put work in. When you put work into something, that's another gem. That's another boss fact, right? When you put work into something, when you when you really when you put your soul in it, right? Don't don't be modest. You can ask like you know what I'm saying, but like when you did something and they and they they peep something that you did and you know it wasn't no accident. When you did something, you better own it. I know that's what I was going for. I know. Hit them with a I know. Hit them with a I know. Then they gonna they gonna really respect you. You think that they gonna they gonna be uh you think that they gonna be put off. You that's what you think. You think they gonna be put off by your by your cockiness. That ain't it. That ain't it. Because when you really do something and you know you did it and you know that you know that you did it, you better you better stand on that. Right? So at the end, everybody was like eating. But anyway, cheesecake was a hit. Cheesecake was a hit. So uh and the food, all the food was good. None of the food was nasty. Uh all of it was good. And I just felt bad looking at some people's plates, looking at some people's spreads, like, yeah, you can tell ain't no salt on that. You can tell ain't no salt on that. You can tell ain't no Lowry's on that. You can tell ain't no adobo on that. Like you could just tell, right? And uh, I don't know, man. We uh, we enjoyed ourselves. We uh, we enjoyed the the feast. We enjoyed the spread. It was cool. Uh, everybody everybody ate. Everybody was satisfied. Nobody was. Uh, I don't know. Nobody was. Nobody was left wanting more. Uh, I think I think we did a good job. But I'm thankful. That's what I'm thankful for. I'm just thankful to to, to have been around family. And uh, to have just, like, everybody, just for the most part, everybody was there. You know what I mean? And, and I, would I have wanted more people to come? Hell yeah, absolutely. I would have wanted more people to come. But I was, uh, I was real happy with the turnout. Um, I just, you know, more than anything, like, that's what I'm in it for. Like, I don't really celebrate nothing. More than anything, I'm in it for, man, if you're going to pay me to take this day off, you're going to pay me for that? Then I'm going to take the day off. <laughs> like straight up, you gonna pay me anyway? Of course, I'm gonna use that day to anything I want it to be. So I'm definitely taking that. We don't really do the whole like I don't I don't know. I forget about the pilgrims and all of that. Like rest in peace to all of the lost souls that that were, you know, all the indigenous and blah 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 blah. All the indigenous people of this of this land. Like you know, rest in peace to all of the lost souls and and all of that. But hey. Man, look, you're going to give me a day, 400 years later, 300 years later, 200, whatever. You're going to give me time? You're going to give me a day? And you still going to pay me? And you don't think I'm going to take full advantage of that? You're drunk. You're drunk. Like, I'm, I'm cool. I, like, I'm taking that. And not only that, it was another special day. It was my son's birthday. And uh, it's his fourth birthday. And, um, man... You talk about being thankful for something, man. I'm so thankful for my son, man. Like, he he enjoyed himself. Everybody gave him something. Every time he opened a present, it was from somebody. He went and gave him a hug and a kiss. Like, 
my son is the is the sweetest kid, man. He is so sweet and so amazing. And I pulled him to the side, like after he opened up his presents, and I um, was talking to him, and I got a little emotional because I just remember him being born. I remember the complications, and I remember, you know, the first time I heard him cry, and I remember the first time I I just remember all of that. And as a parent, like as a when you become a parent, you you soak all of that in. You soak it all in. You you re, you get all of it. You take it all in. And I took it all in. I took it all in because it was amazing. Like, I, I just was like, I remember when this kid was so dependent on me. Now everything, like, I tried to zip over his jacket the other day. Oh, no, I got it, Daddy. I got it. So that stuff is, is like, is priceless to me. It's invaluable. Like, so I pulled him to the side, and I just had a quick talk with him. And I said, hey, man, happy birthday. I was whispering to him. He was like, thanks, Daddy. I was like, listen, like, we love you. He was like, I love you too, right? And I was telling him. Um, I'm not crying, by the way. I just got crazy allergies. <laughs> Don't ask me. Maybe I am. So what? No, I'm just playing. I'm not crying. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Like I just talked to him and I was like, listen, man. Like you know, you got all of this stuff, and I want you to be appreciative of it. He was like, I do appreciate it. And I was like, I know you do. I know you do. But you're you you have it because you you deserve it. You're you're a good kid. You're a sweet kid, and I want you to stay that way. And he was like. Okay, Daddy, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. And I go play. And he went to go play. But yeah, man, having kids is something different. And then I'm super like, I'm super grateful and thankful as well because, uh, man, like, you know, now I'm, I don't know if anybody knows it. My wife is pregnant. And I'll probably give you guys a whole saga. We're going to have a, a quick, probably toward the end, a quick conversation about how, how rough this pregnancy is on me. And I'm not trying to be little, like, holding or pushing out a baby. I'm not trying to do that. But I will tell you this. It is not as easy as it, as it might sound or as it may seem. It is not as easy as you would think. So it's I got to go over that. Sorry, I'm watching the O-State game while I'm, while I'm doing this. He just, like, how? I'm sorry. Like, if a ball hits me in the hands, I'm catching it. Like, that's what I do. Like, ugh. I'm sorry, man. I know these people are young, but ball hits me in the hands, I'm catching it. That's beside the point, though. That's beside the point. But, yeah, so I'm thankful because my, uh, you know, because my wife is pregnant, and I'm hoping it's a little baby girl. Uh, I really hope it's a little baby girl. But uh, whatever. It, whatever we get, is going. She, he or she is going to be uh, the, my little, a little bit, of, little bit more joy. But this Thanksgiving was a little smoother, or this pregnancy was a little cooler because my wife could actually enjoy and eat food on Thanksgiving because she's pregnant. Like, so she had, like, round one, round two. Like, she'd been eating periodically throughout the all the days, Thursday, Friday, and, and today. So that's kind of dope as well. But I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that, you know, so far so good. The baby's healthy. Um, just a lot of, a lot of things to be thankful and grateful for. So I don't think there's much more to speak on as far as like Thanksgiving goes, but yeah, man, like happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope everybody got a chance to enjoy it with their family. Like, I don't really care about your political leanings, but if you did get the day off, the important thing is that you got to spend it with family and you got an excuse to be out of work and you got an excuse to spend time with the people that love you and the people that truly care about you. Um, 
if you know if you did the whole Friendsgiving thing, I, I didn't do that this year, but my family are my friends. So um all of that is is fine by me. So um yeah, I don't know what else there is to really say. Um happy Thanksgiving and uh you know I, I wish you all very, very uh, many more. The best song wasn't the single but you weren't either Living in Ladera Heights, the Black Beverly Hills, domesticated paradise, palm trees and pools, the water's blue, swallow the pill, keeping it surreal. Whatever you like, whatever feels good, whatever takes your mind tonight, keeping it surreal. Not sugar-free, my TV ain't HD, that's too real. Grapevine, mango, peaches, and lime. Sweet life, sweet life, sweet life. Yo, real talk, I mean, sweet life, listen, sweet life. we, we got to speak on this. We got we to gotta speak on this because now it's apparent. Right now, it's apparent that this is not the right thing, the right way to go about things. By the way, Ohio State just scored 14 6. By the time y'all listen to this, y'all gonna understand when I recorded this, right? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we we gotta we gotta bring this to the light, man, because now it's becoming it's becoming it's getting in our face now. Now, now we we understand this stuff, right? Like, like we get it, right? Like we understand, we understand this stuff, right? Y'all don't know what I'm talking about yet. That's fine. We gonna get there. I'm trying to build suspense. I'm learning how to do this. I'm getting good at this. But seriously, like now I'm getting. Now it's a. I, I was upset. Now I'm just. Now I'm just disappointed. Now I'm just disappointed. Like, I just feel like. I I I really feel like at at a point we got it. We just got to be better than this. Trolling. Trolling. That's what we're talking about. And we're going to touch on this real quick, but we're going to look at the bigger, the bigger, broader spectrum of it. Trolling. Y'all do understand that we are in the day and age where people get paid off of numbers. People get paid off of eyeballs, which is really how it should have always been. It's really how it should have always been. Truly, but we get paid off of numbers. That's what we that's what we get paid off of, right? Like, y'all understand that. Like, if y'all support me, like I make money. If y'all listen, I make money. And y'all don't even gotta support me. You can hate me, but I'll make money. If you listen, if you listen and, and you hate me, I still make money. I still win. Like you have to understand that. Right? If you love me, then I win. And a lot of times we we are we're, now we're in this day and age where people finally like it's always been a thing, right? It's always been a thing. Like it's always been shock jocks that do things, and it's always been people that have antics that do things that wasn't really necessarily right or really didn't subscribe to what they even believed, but they did it because. It, it got buzzed. That, that's where this whole, this whole uh, thing, what is that saying? There's no such thing as bad press. All press is good press. 
It, the, the, what that means is it doesn't matter what they're saying about you as long as they're saying something. The last thing you want is for somebody to, to be indifferent about you. That is why I will, I will say what I need to say and I stand on my shit. Like, I stand on it. Right? Excuse my French. I just want to understand. I want y'all to understand, like, this podcast is really me. Right? So, excuse my French. Not perfect. Working on it. But this is why I stand on it. Like, I don't want to tiptoe and be cool with everybody. Like, I just don't care. I don't got the energy to care about y'all that much. I don't care. I don't care if you're offended. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you hate it. Because at the end of the day, like, if I'm not living my truth or living, like, you know, how I, how I want to, or if I'm not living how, or speaking how I really feel about something, then it's, it's worthless. It's pointless. Y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear that. That's why I'm talking, like, so trolling. This has been happening since the beginning of time. People have been trolling. They have been living a lie. They have been doing things because it gets you to listen. So 6ix9ine. Takashi 6ix9ine. Like, I'm not talking about it because everybody's talking about it. I'm talking about it because I'm irritated that y'all still fall for it. It's trolling. I don't know if there's a real thing that comes out of this man's mouth, but now he's in federal prison because he's out here too much. So is he living his raps or is he speaking this, this death onto his life? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just throwing things at the wall, seeing what sticks, right? But he is trolling you. So now you'll watch a Breakfast Club interview. You'll watch it. Why? Because Takashi's on there. Because he's on there. And it doesn't matter what he says. Not only did he go up there, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he's, if he's laundering money for people. Like, I don't know what's going on, right? But he's in the feds. And the feds don't lose. They spend too much money doing investigations. They spend too much money sitting in cars doing nothing, waiting for you to make a mistake. That's what they do. Side note, in my job, we work with identities, right? We work for, you know, we work to help protect people's identities at my job, right? And, and the craziest people will call up like, oh, like the government's spying on me. Newsflash, yes, the government is 100% spying on you. That is nothing new. Do you understand that your social, social security number is designed so that the government can keep tabs on you? You understand that, right? The government make, they, they've, they created you. The government created that number. Of course, they're spying on you. Of course, of course. There's a reason why we name our kids so that when we call them, they, they answer to it. So that when we're asking, hey, have you seen so-and-so? Yeah, I saw him. That's his name. You, you tagged your kid. So the government is set up that way. So when he's, when he's dealing with the feds, I hope you understand Takashi is, is done, right? Like, his, that whole thing is done, right? He tried to denounce the whole gang stuff before. We seen him banging blue. We seen him banging, banging blue. We seen him banging red. Like, we, he goes both ways. He's trans, he's trans gang. Like, trans what? He's trans gangbanger. He's trans, which is fine. 
And now it all makes sense, right? Now it all makes sense. Takashi is the ultimate troll with troll hair. He looks like a troll. He looks like a troll. He's been trolling and making up things and talking about things in a way that you care about them. And at the end of the day, nothing is real. Nothing is real. He's been trolling. Because he knows that no matter what he says, if you click on him, that's a view, that's a like, that's a whatever. That's a dollar sign. The more he's out there, the more he gets paid off of what he does, right? You understand that, right? Because when he talks a whole bunch of stuff about beef or whatever it is, talking about whatever beef he got with people, and then he drops an album, guess what? You want to hear what he has to say about said beef. I know that happened for me with the Drake album. Of course that happened for me with Scorpion. Are you crazy? Of course. Of course. My man's, my man's had a beef with Pusher T. Pusher T, like, pulled his car. Now you're wondering, like, ooh, what is Drake going to say? He said nothing until the album came out. Then you heard his story. Now you care about the songs. Now, now you talk about it on social media. Then the people that was like, I don't really care about them songs, they go look at the songs. And now look at this. It catches fire. It catches fire. He's trolling. Right? Like, well, I'm not, not Drake. But Takashi, I'm just saying numbers equals dollars. So he's trolling. And this is the thing, Takashi ain't even the point. We ain't even got to the point yet. Let me take a sip of my water because I'm sick of y'all. <sighs> Takashi ain't even the point. Here's the point. This is where this is when I decide to turn off my outrage. <laughs> this is when I decide to turn off my outrage. I'm on I'm on Facebook, right? I see this uh this little this little picture floating around. It's a Macy's ad. And uh it had a it had a white family, a dad and a mom and two kids and another white family, a dad, a, a mom and three kids and uh had a a a homosexual family. I'll just call it a gay family. I'm not trying to be politically correct. A gay family, two men, one uh one black, one white, um I think one kid and a and a couple dogs. Then it had a black family, three kids, and one mom. And there was outrage. <laughs> there was outrage. Why the black family can't have a dad in there? Why the black family this? I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm going to let you answer it. And, and I want to know the answer to it. I really want to know the answer to, to the question, right? So comment the, the answer to the question. But I want to know it. I want to know the answer to the question. You don't think these, these companies know the tone that we're in? You don't think they know the era that we're in, the temperature that we're in? Y'all don't think they know what time it is? Of course they know what time it is. If you don't think black Twitter is a real thing, you're crazy. You're crazy. Black Twitter is a real thing. Careers will get killed on black Twitter. Uh, people will be broken on black Twitter. Like... Black Twitter is a real thing. They care about what we got to say. They care about all that. I want y'all to understand. We do hold some power, right? Like, I want y'all to understand that. So when, when we over here talking about, man, Macy's, on, why Macy's only make the black family not have a dad? 
Why the black family didn't have a dad? Why? Why? And then I'm gonna tell you the funny thing because because the, the black dad, <laughs> the 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 gay dude that was married to the other gay dude, the black part, the black half of the gay couple, really looked like he belonged to the to the black family. I thought that was funny. That was funny to me because it's just how the picture was set up. That's comical to me. I don't really care. I mean, do what you do, but that was comical to me, right? But that's not the point. You do, do you not think these corporations know what they're doing by now? They know what they're doing. They're trying to get you to their website because at the end of the day, you're still shopping at Macy's, period. You're still shopping at Macy's, period. It's okay. It's the whole thing with the Colin Kaepernick situation. It's the whole thing with that. Y'all do understand that the NFL's jerseys are Nike jerseys, right? So when you boycott the NFL and then you support Nike, Nike gets paid no matter what you do. They get paid no matter what you do. But you support Nike, right? Because they got a, they got Colin Kaepernick uh, uh, a, a line, right? Like, y'all care now, right? Okay. Care now. That's fine. That's fine. How about this? They're selling guns to both sides. Dopest trap in the, in, in the world. It's the same guy that, what, what is it? The same guy that, that makes money off of prescription pills, made the cure for prescription pills. So not only is he selling you the disease, he's also selling you the antidote. He's selling you both. This is, like, this is trolling one-on-one. This, one-on-one, sorry, not one-on-one. And that's a big pickup for Ohio State. That's what I like to see. Michigan looking, looking kind of, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yes, that is trolling 101. That's what they do. If I wanted to really, what I really want, if, if I wanted to really make this podcast pop, you know what I do? I just start spewing stuff, just spewing it, making bold claims, doing all this other stuff. I can boom gang it. I can I could take this podcast out and and just throw milk in the middle of anywhere. I can do anything I want. If I wanted to pop, excuse me, if I wanted to blow, pause, I could do all of that. But you have to understand, like, I mean, you get you get out what you put in too. Like that's a real thing too. Like you you get out what you put in. So at the end of the day, Y'all need to stop being outraged by these little things. You don't think H&M knew the climate we were in? When Dove did that stupid commercial last year, I think it was this time last year, did the stupid commercial about the woman pulling her, pulling her dirty shirt off and then she became white and clean, that was trolling. They were trolling you. And guess what? It worked like a mug. Y'all fell right into it. It worked. It worked. These corporations know what they're doing because you're not going to stop shopping at Macy's, all right? You're not going to stop buying Dove, okay? You're not going to stop watching football. You won't. Some of y'all will, but the rest of y'all won't. Football's ratings ain't going down. You're not hurting the NFL's pockets. Roger Goodell's still going to eat. Y'all need to understand this. They're, just, they're, trying to get us, they're trying to get up under our skin because all press is good press. There's no such thing as bad pub. There's no such thing as it. Because if somebody's talking about you, and this, in this climate, if somebody's talking about you, that, that's money in their pocket. Y'all fell for 6ix9ine, and y'all falling for this. And this is another thing. I'm going to get in my political bag. This is another thing. 
stop acting like the narrative that black fathers are not in their in the family's life. Stop acting like that narrative is false. My dad and my mom was together my whole life. My dad was at work uh, 75% of the time. Prison. Work, yeah, work is prison. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it is, because you're stuck there. What are you going to do to get out of that? So when my dad finally got liberated, was like, I'm pursuing my music, my mom said, go for it. Guess what? He was at home even less, trying to make that coin. Another touchdown for O-State. Just throwing it out there. Trying to make that coin. Trying to make it happen. Trying to make it happen. Not home. That's one scenario. Second scenario. Second scenario. Black men, we just gonna say it, in jail. In prison. Gone. Locked away for, for nonviolent offenses, for violent offenses, for traffic violations, for anything, not there. It's true. See, y'all want to have this veil. Like, my dad was in my life, and he still wasn't there. And it's not because he wasn't there. It's because he had to go out and get it. My dad was, I love my dad. Love my dad. And my dad loved me, and he told me every day. Told me every day. Kissed me until, I, until, until the day he died. <laughs> Gave me hugs and kisses to the day he died. Right? At when I was 21. So I'm just being honest. Like, my dad hustled and he worked, but he wasn't always at all the functions. But he, when he could, he was there. But he wasn't always at all the functions because of the system. The system set up for him not to be there. It's set up for him to do just enough to feel like he's making it somewhere, right? You work just enough. You make a couple of these thousands this week. Ooh, you made a couple thousands in a week. Is that going to liberate you? No. It's not going to liberate you because now you're in pain. Now your body hurts. So that's two. Prison, we already know prison and work. Death. Death. Because now that you're at work, you need to eat something quick because you don't got time because if you don't get back on the clock, you're fired. And if you're fired, you can't feed your family. Right? Because we got to get something quick. Let's get this McDonald's. Let's get this fast food. Let's get this sodium. Let's, let's fill our bodies with this sodium. Yeah, let's fill our bodies with this sodium. Let's clog those arteries. Would your heart stop beating? I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Hey, we're hiring. <laughs> this is real, people. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be this. I'm not trying to be that guy. But this is real stuff. This is real stuff we're talking about here. Like, in the, in the, in the faster, the quicker, the sooner you understand it, the better off you'll be. I promise you. I need more water. Man, going, going ham right now. Another one. So we talked about prison, we talked about death, and we talked about work. Three things that are going to keep the dad out, the, the black father out of the household. And really, I think those are the main three things. We're going to stay there. We're going to stay there. 
because we need to understand now that we, we talked about that. Was Macy's wrong or was that the black reality? <laughs> Just because you don't like the reality doesn't mean it's not the reality. Because the people that has this outrage, where was your father? He wasn't there either, was he? Now, I know we want this image to be fair, but I, we also need to be realistic. And we need to stop having these people, like letting these people get off. Maybe, maybe Macy's is the hero. Maybe, just maybe, Macy's is the hero for not sugarcoating what it, what it looks like out here. It, that's what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Even when we have, listen, and it's not just black men, but we're going to throw it out there. Like, we, we're set up to fail, right? They don't approve us for loans in the nice areas that got good food, good groceries, right? So you can feed yourself the good stuff. They don't set us there. They set us up to die where we were born. And they set us up to be born in the Flints, in the Clevelands, in the Akrons, in the, in the Atlantas, right? Like the city, like, and not the glamorous part of these cities, the inner cities, in the apartments, where the closest thing to you is right across the street, Popeye's. The closest thing to you is right across the street, Burger King. They don't put you by the by the piadas, right? Like they don't put you there. They don't put you by the even the fast food that's good, that's better for you. They don't put you by there. We got a spot over here called Core Life. Man, this food is so good for you. Where is it at? The suburbs. <laughs> it's at the, it's in the suburbs. It's where it's where black people can't afford to live. That's where it's at. You know, by and large, right? So when we talk about our experience and our experience doesn't speak to the picture that, that America or quote unquote white America tries to paint, when our experience doesn't speak to that, sometimes we have to understand that we are the exception. Like I have to understand that my parents being together my whole entire childhood is the exception. It is not the rule. It is not the rule anymore. It isn't. That's what we have to understand, right? Parents working stuff out, yeah, that's a thing. But that's not the rule. That's the exception. And sometimes we want, we want things to look like what our exception looks like, but that's not the reality of the rest of the world by and large, right? It's just not. And I was in that, and I was in that world where I was like, oh, you know, I used to say, because I got a lot of white friends that are, that are and I'm not saying, <laughs> that's like the, the mad racist thing to say, right? I got a lot of friends, sorry for scratching my beard. I got a lot of friends that are white, that are not sleep, that understand what the F is going on. They understand, right? And they got me. I'm not the typical black guy. You can say, you can drop an M-bomb around me. I'm not going to get mad, but you better watch out. I will tell you, hey, all right, but you do that around the wrong people. <laughs> I don't get offended by it because it's real. That's the world we live in. I'm realistic. I'm not, I'm not in this little cocoon, this little bubble. I don't do that. Stop. I'm realistic. I know what's going on out here. I understand that, and y'all need to understand it too, right? So some of, some of this whole outrage about these, these corporations doing this crazy, like crazy tone-deaf stuff, 
But some of it is is just trolling. Some of it's just saying, then they always issue an apology, don't they? They always, oh, I'm sorry, you know, we didn't notice this. There's no way you didn't notice that the coolest monkey in the jungle was going to fly on a black kid in this temperature, in this climate. You, there's no way you didn't know that. You knew it. You were banking on black Twitter giving you some, some shine. Because when you, because when this is what happens, <laughs> this is what happens. You see the, you see the, 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 what you call it, the um, advertisement, then you're like, nah, there's no way that's real. Then what do you do? You click on the advertisement. You click on the advertisement. And then you realize, oh my God, it is real. Then get, what do you do? You post about the advertisement. <laughs> you post about it. And now other people are going to it. And then half of the people that are clicking on it just to see the advertisement and see something else that they like and it's super affordable. And it's right around the holiday season. And they click on it and they go, oh, you know what? I think my nephew needs something like that. Then they click on something completely non-related. They don't, you don't need to like it for them to get paid. You don't need to like what they post for them to still get money. Because when they click on it, guess what's going to be right next to the coolest monkey in the jungle? Most noble lion in the, in the jungle. Something, something crazy. I don't know. But you're going to click on the thing that you like, and then you're going to add it to your cart. And guess what happens? You just gave them $13.99. Maybe you didn't give it to them, but you directed people to, to buy from them. They understand that this is going to happen. So we need to understand and stop being outraged by this stuff that happens. Just ignore it. Like, I shared the Macy's thing to literally say, I don't have the energy to get outraged on this. And then some of my white friends were like, I don't get it. And that made me mad. And some of my black friends was just mad. And that made me mad. And I'm just like, listen, if y'all don't know that they're going to do this by now every single time because they know that you're going to get mad about it, what does you getting mad about it mean for them? It means that more eyes are getting to what they're trying to sell anyway. That's what it means. That's what it means. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. I apologize if it hurts your feelings. There's nothing you can do about it. That It, it is what it is, and it's, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. And it, I, I don't know what else to say about uh, Michigan just scored. I don't really know what else to say about it other than, I don't want to say get over it, but just understand the world you live in and understand that in America, like, I could go on on America all day. They make it seem like things are some are one way, and it's just not. And y'all idiots fall for it every single time, every single time, falling for it. So... There's two points to this. Understand, identify the trolls. Identify it. Next time you see something that looks crazy, next time you see something that looks crazy, pay attention to it. Go, what, are they, what does this mean? What are they trying to say? It might be a troll job. It very well might be a troll job. <laughs> or go, is this worth my time? Because Macy's might not have been that wrong about what they did or what they said. Sorry, because America did that to, your, to, to the black home, the, the black household. That's a real thing. America did that to the black household. They stripped the men out of the house. Man, this has been the beginning of time. Like, I subscribe to the Bible. Y'all seen what happened in, in Egypt? They tried to kill all the, all the, all the uh, not the Egyptian men. They tried to kill all of the... Israelites, all the, all the boys. Why? Because men equal strength. 
And if you don't want them to overthrow you, you take out the strength of the nation. That's what they did. They've been doing it since the beginning of time. They realized, okay, we need the men to work. So what we're going to do is we're going to have them be emasculated, or we're going to separate them, or we're going to kill them. That's what we're going to do. And it works. And it works. They've been doing it since the beginning of time. So when they talk about... And when they talk about... Oh, man, that's a bad... Oh, my God. Ohio State, man. Sorry. So when they talk about, you know, there being no black men in the household, that's a, that's a fact. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a bit of a fact. So, you know, I'm going to put a button on that. I'm going to let that ride out. Um, but, yeah, man, just be aware of the trolls. Identify them. That's what I say. Identify the trolls. First, let me talk a little bit about Black Friday. I'm uh, I'll get into it here. More water. I don't understand. I'm like dehydrated and stuff. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Black Friday. I don't, <laughs> I don't particularly like how people get so turned. Cause, listen, listen. I watched, I watched this happen before. Like, it's the weirdest thing with Black Friday. Like. One time, like, okay, I went to Express. I probably shouldn't have said, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. I went to Express. I went to go buy a tie, right? Not Nothing bad about Express. I went to go buy a tie, and the tie was about $35. Like that's, that's how much it was on the tag. So one year, I went on Black Friday. <laughs> In the same kind of tie was marked at $45, but it was a 40% discount. Might have been more than that, maybe a 60% discount. My point is the discount was substantial. It was a good discount, but they made it look like they were giving you a big, a better deal than they were giving you, and they just were not. Like I saw, like, so what they, like some, in some cases, especially for clothing, like electronics are one thing because what they're doing is they're making room for the next the next thing. Like as soon as they drop something for technology anyway, they already have developed something better. Like they've already had they already have that in development. So that makes sense, right, for electronics, but for clothing it's like, uh, clothing can come and go. Like you can make room for it, but a tie is a tie. Like how much space is it really taking up? So on the Black Friday tip, like I saw, I saw that happen. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why y'all freak out for Black Friday. But I specifically took Friday off this year, like about a month and a half ago. I decided two months ago, um, and I specifically saw it, and I'm like, and I'm like, 
Okay, well, I specifically specifically took it up. Sorry, still watching the O State Michigan or the uh, yeah O State Michigan game. Um, and I saw what they were doing. I'm like, or I I specifically asked for it off so I could go, you know, Black Friday shopping. And I didn't. I was like, oh, I want to get up and go, but I couldn't think of one single thing I would have wanted. I couldn't think of one single thing that I would have wanted or needed. Like I couldn't think of it. So I'm like, what am I really, what am I really doing here? Like I don't, I don't know. It just was, it was off for me. I couldn't think of nothing I wanted. <laughs> I couldn't think of nothing I wanted. So, um, yeah. With that being said, I'm like, like I, I wanted, I could have shot for my son. Didn't know what he needed. Could have shot for my wife. Like I didn't know anything. I had no interest in going anywhere. So I just thought that was a little funny. But while we're on Black Friday and shopping for Christmas and stuff like that, like I was talking to my wife about it, because uh, I got some cologne for myself. I did get some cologne for myself. Talked to dude down. It was an eighty dollar bottle. I got it for thirty. Talked him down. You know, um, I do my cologne research, so I knew it was about that much, and I and I did talk him down. Um, but yeah, with that being said, man, O State cannot get into this end zone. Wow. With that being said, I like didn't know what to. I didn't know what to get anybody, and and this is the weird thing because my wife is pregnant. She's about. She's close to four months pregnant, right? She's about four months pregnant, and I don't know what to get her. Like, I don't know to get her clothes because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what kind of a, how how big she'll get in her pregnancy. I just don't want to buy her big stuff. Like, I want it to fit her still. Um, but and I also don't know what to get her for after the pregnancy because she might hold on to the weight. Like, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, I was literally out. Like, Victoria's Secret had a sale. Obviously, Black Friday. I'm just out by myself, and I'm like, oh, let me get her some of that. I even told her this. I'm like, first of all, I just bought bought her underwear like five months ago, I think. And I'm like, I don't or three months ago, whenever our anniversary was. So I had no idea, like, what I could possibly have gotten her. Like, I had no idea. So that kind of threw my whole, like, mojo off as far as what to do or what to get for my wife. Like, that threw everything off for me. I just didn't know what direction to go. Um, which brings me to, you know, my, my last point. I promise I'll talk about this. Man, like, I love my wife to pieces. Like, she is my she is my best friend, like, We've been through so much together. She's done so much for me. Just in, in, I call it a short time that we've been together. We've been together almost 10 years, eight or nine years, something like that. So, I, like I said, almost 10. Um, not a catch. Um, yeah, we, we've been together almost 10 years, and it's close enough to 10 for, for me to say it's 10. And uh, we've just been together so long, that or so long, Sort of, but it's like such a short amount of time because it's still only like a third of my life, which is a huge chunk of my life. But considering where we expect to be by the end of our lives, like together 50, 60, 70 years, however long, you know, God gives us um, to live. But, yeah, we've been together so long that it's kind of like a, I don't know. We've been together so long or so short that, I don't know. We got a long way to go, but I love her to pieces, right? Now, her being pregnant is a different animal. It's a different beast. Like, and if nobody's ever, like, it's one thing for you to get a girl pregnant. It's another thing for you to live with the girl you get pregnant 
um, have a relationship with. And I love my wife, but man, it, it's we're just yeah. The emotions are like it's hard for a man. Like it's hard for a woman because women are going through changes. But I gotta empathize with the men right now. It is not easy because the emotions are all over the place. Men in general are just not driven by emotion. We, are, I'm an emotional guy, but I don't act necessarily on my emotion. So, like, we, I don't know. She gets mad over stuff. I get mad, I feel like, over legitimate things. She gets mad over, like, how she feels in the moment. And then she acts how she wants to act in the moment. And it... uh it just makes us, it makes, uh, by the way, I did predict, I didn't say this on here, but I did predict that Ohio State would win 35 to 33. And right now it is 24 to 19. I just want to throw my prediction out there before this goes out. It's halftime right now. So that's my prediction. So I'm recording this at 1.54 p.m. on a Saturday. So just in case I'm right, if I'm right, I hope you know I'm going to milk that that amazing take, but I did say that three hours ago before the game even started. I said it three hours ago. But that's beside the point. Um, yeah, like, it's not easy for the men. Like, the the emotions that my wife has, the just... She's probably going to hear this. I'm not really... A, I don't know. I'm not talking negative about her, but, like, there's, like, an air of laziness that I, I feel is laziness. I I can I don't understand. I've never been pregnant. Excuse me. And I never will be pregnant. So the laziness and the tiredness, that's something that's getting, like, I'm, I'm having a hard time with. Because it's like, yeah, just do this really quick. Then you can lay down for hours. So it's like we're str- – I'm struggling with that, not we. I'm struggling with understanding that. But there's other things that I completely understand, which men, if you, if I'm telling you, I don't know if it's the same if you just, you know, get a girl pregnant and y'all not really rocking like that. I don't know if it's the same way. But th- these cravings ain't no joke. Because she explained the cravings to me and I thought I was just like, you know, acting weird. Nah. So this is how the cravings work. I'm telling you because I know. Because the last pregnancy, I got all the nausea. I got a little bit of the nausea this time. But last pregnancy... I was nauseous the last six months of the pregnancy. It was bad. But anyway, and like a little, nah, the last six months of the pregnancy, something like that. But anyway, the, the, so the nausea is real. But not only is the nausea real, but the, uh, the cravings are real. So this is how my wife explained it. This is how I know I'm having cravings with her. Uh, the other day, it had to be like three, four weeks ago, uh, she wanted a, a, a chili. A Philly cheesesteak. We always mess it up. A Philly cheesesteak. And I didn't have time to get it, and I didn't have the money to get it, so I just didn't get it. I'm like, it's not a big deal. Apparently, I left the house, and she got very upset to the point where she was about to be in tears because she couldn't get this food that she really wanted. I didn't know it was that real. you know. And I'm not an emotional guy. I'm an emotional guy, but I don't really, eh. you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I don't really care that much. So when she like she said she, and not only did she cry that day, but she had to get the cheesesteak the next day, and she got the cheesesteak the next day, and then she was super happy. So I was explaining something to her. I'm like, yeah, it's like it's weird with this, like what I'm feeling. It's like 
if I have to, I'll eat something else, but I, I can't not eat the thing that I have my mind set on. Like within a, a week or two, I have to eat, excuse me, I have to eat what I set my mind to. And she was like, that's exactly it. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't get out of your head. Like, you, you think about it, you obsess over it until you get what you want. And that's exactly how these cravings work for me. But, yeah, it's just being a man and, and having your wife be pregnant or your girlfriend or whoever being pregnant, that is not easy. Like, there are levels to this, levels. And that is a level that's hard to overcome. There are levels to this whole to this whole thing, levels to it. And I do not envy, I don't envy women and I do not like, don't let it be understated, man. It is not easy. Men, I'm talking to y'all. It ain't easy with this whole pregnancy thing. So shopping for her is hard. Like understanding what she's going through is impossible. So all of this stuff is hard. But anyway, that's it. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, we don't even got it. We don't even got to fade out. You know what I mean? We uh, we gonna rock rock to the end here. Um, I just want to first off thank you everybody for listening. Um, really appreciate it. Again, if you've gotten through this whole thing or you made it halfway through because your friend was listening to it and you just kind of popped in on the last part, my name is Bozzy. Um Yeah, you can follow me at Bozzy C anywhere: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, follow the podcast at Official Bozcast. That's at Official B-O-Z-C-A-S-T. Um, you can visit the website at bizcast.com. Um, email us at officialbizcast at gmail.com. But, um, yeah, I just want to give my gratitude and my thankfulness for y'all uh, listening to the podcast. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to be corny. <laughs> and, you know, we always like to end the podcast with a way to be to kind of get you through the next seven or eight days or however, however, you know, whenever you listen to this last. And the first one I'm going to just use is just be thankful. Be grateful because there's even the little things you don't like, just be grateful for them because they could always be worse or different or you could always not be equipped to handle those things. And then when you get through a, a, a trial, thank, thank God or be thankful or grateful that you got through the trial and now you know how to deal with it. Because now when it comes up again, you've already made it through. So be grateful and be thankful. Um, and then I'm with my wife, man. For all the men out there that have pregnant girlfriends or whatever, like just be patient. Just be patient. It's not easy. Be patient. Be cognizant. Understand what she, you know, try to understand what she's going through. At least pretend like you, like you know what she's going through. Um, try to be that way. It's not easy. Trust me, I know it's not easy, but you want to try to be that way. And uh, at the end of the day, be official, and I will see you all next week. I've been doing good like a naughty headed nigga spose. Never meant to make it past 21, a nigga told. But I'm right here. I deserve a toast. Praise to the most high. I get high the most. Whoa, say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. I'm alive.